Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. My tendency is to just pretend like it's not there. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Or I just, you know, I I default to the Jay-Z Pandora. (laughs) Everybody wants it now though, Katie. Well, I have bad news for everyone. (laughs) Oh, Katie, she's always working. (laughs) Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Katie. It's episode 131. Okay. Uh, new agent motivation. It's kind of funny because we were talking about needing a good motivational yeah, like episode. Nice we haven't done one in a while. Uplifting for the people. I don't think it's going to be specific to new agents at all. No. I think it'll be just just, just yeah. good old motivation. Right. Uh, but we did have a request. So do you want to read us the yeah. email request? This is just one email that we have gotten, but lots of people asking for yeah motivation. Always. I was wondering if one of y'all's future episodes could be a motivational one for new agents, just filled with inspiration and reminding us to get better. (laughs) Nope. Nope. That's not what it says, but that's what it kind of should say. Oh, are you added in? (laughs) Reminding us it gets better. It gets better. Yes. But I was going to say. You were saying reminding you you, to get better. You got to get better. I have listened to all the episodes so far, and I could use some motivation. Hearing no nine times out of ten is so depressing, and I would love a new episode of encouragement. Love for you, too. Um, But you heard yes one time, so that's all about what do you Mm -hmm. focus on. Right. (laughs) Half empty, half full. Right. Did you hear nine no's, or did you get a listing? You got a yes? A listing? Woohoo! No way! What's so funny is that... When I was interviewing brokers, yes. my broker told me, expect to make no money in your first year. Right. And I was like, what? Right. It blew my mind that she said right. that. None. Because I had also just come from another interview at another company that was like, the six-figure salary. <laughs> it is attainable. You make your choices. Go, go, go. go. It's up to you. you and like, I was like, like, wait, I was like, hypey, hypey, hypey. Yeah, like, I was up. like, ready. Mm-hmm. So she was a very different direction, but it made me go, wow, I have got to make a business plan. I got work to do. Yes, I have got to figure this out. We can't rah-rah our way to a six-figure career. No. And so mm-hmm. then... I had my first sale after five months of being in the business. <laughs> right. And I was like, yeah, yes. because. She said six. She said a year. Oh, 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 even better. She's, and, and I went to her and I was like, you said like, no. And she said, yes. So that way you're happy. Right. When you do. Right. 
instead of depressed that it took me five months to get my first paycheck and the first paycheck was not very good. Like at least I have something. And then after I got that first one under my belt, it just motivated me and I understood and I had some more confidence because I'd finally been through a transaction. Yeah. But I tell you, like I have talked to agents that are like, it took me three months to get my first closing. And I'm like, like, that's way better than me. Mindset. Yeah, totally mindset. So this is just, you know, we haven't done a mindset episode in a while, but it's so important and something that you really have to work on every day. Every day. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, breaking in, breaking in. Do, 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 do. The flip report. The flip report. Just a short update for you today. (laughs) The house is done. I really had to break in there. I'm like, wait, we haven't done it. The house is done. It looks great. I am getting the pictures back soon. What? And then it's going on the market. I'm like tomorrow. So excited. So the photographer said that it looked wonderful. Okay, he good. said, you did such a great job. Oh, I'm constantly taking photos of flip houses and houses people have redone. Uh-huh. I love the personal touches. So just some some more good, positive, positive. affirmation. Yeah. It is feeling like more real. I have to sell it now. Are you sad to sell it? No. <laughs> I'm, not, it. I'm not emotionally attached You're to like, it. You're like, get out of here, house. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I just, it's no fun being a seller. And then what if you get negative feedback? And You're nervous. I'm nervous. I don't yeah. like being judged or <laughs> nobody does. It's not like the moment. And I can remember selling our personal home five years ago. Yes. The moment that it was on the market, I just thought, oh my gosh, I feel so exposed. Yeah. I'm nervous. Yes. What are people going to say? How are people going to react? And it went fine. But it's it's always good to remember what our sellers are feeling and going through. You're right. So this has been a good reminder. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can't wait to hear how it shakes out. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. I'm just so glad there were no more issues. Nope. All good. I think issues good. are done. Done. Check, check. Knock on wood. Okay, great. Okay. I'll knock for you, too. That concludes the flip report. Beep, 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 beep. (laughs) (laughs) I really am going to miss it. I know. We're going to have to think of some other type of report to put in there. I know. (laughs) Okay. Um, So back to rah, rah, rah. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Yeah. (laughs) New agents. New agents. Go new agents. Um, I did not put down the to the to the one number, but I do know I just read this article. New agents, remember, I think we've talked about in 2020, there were 80,000 new agents. Oh my gosh. In one year, which was a record. Do you want to guess how many there were in 2021? 50? 100,000. Oh. <laughs> There have been almost 200,000 brand new spanking realtors in the United States in the last two years. Holy moly. Okay. And I know a lot of us um, veterans maybe haven't really noticed, or maybe we have noticed because you're getting a lot more of these names you don't recognize on the other side of the transaction. Mm -hmm. But it's been so, the market's been so busy that I think we've sort of glazed over the fact that there are a lot of people out there that need training yes and motivation yes and advice and mentoring mm-hmm. so if you know a new agent mm-hmm. you probably do reach out to them mm-hmm. how's it going and to all of the not that they're all listening all 180,000 of you i mean this is work 
It's a lot of work. You can go back and listen. We're going to we're going to give you some motivation and some ideas to motivate you. Um, but ask yourself, mm-hmm. do you need motivation or do you need tough love? Well, I was just about to say motivation is great. Yeah. But taking action, having a business plan, holding yourself accountable is more necessary it's than requi- motivation. It's required. Yes. But okay. I'm doing my best. Okay. To not go the tough love route because that's me. My right. And that's why I ended the coffee dates. Because you were getting too like stern? No, I just was getting I was coaching. It turned into me pouring into them yeah. and giving them practical tips. And they would leave motivated. They took the motivation, but they didn't take the work. Okay. And so nothing ever happened. And then they would reach out again and want more motivation. And I would say, did you do the work? Did you write the letters that we talked about to all those people from that we talked about? And they were like, well, no. And I'm like, well, I can't help you. No more motivation. No more motivation. The motivation well is dry. Yes. You have to do the work. And then I'll put some more motivation in the well. And then the podcast was born. And I thought... This is great because take it or leave it. Right. It can't, <laughs> you can't get your feelings hurt when people listen to the show and don't do it because you don't know they listened. I struggle because I want I want it more than they do for themselves. Right. Like I want you to make the money, support your family, right. change your family tree. Like but I know that it takes work, not motivation to get there. Motivation is very helpful when you have a plan that you are following and you know. So if you have a plan and you know what you're supposed to be doing and your goals are to do open houses or to write some letters or to do phone duty and write letters at the same time or to join some groups. So motivation is good to implement the plan that you have in place. Well, I think it's needed. Yes. Motivation is 100% required and needed to do those things. Yes. You're not going to do any of them if you're not motivated in some way, right? Mm -hmm. So I did have that. um, Well, we'll go back to, because you on the coffee date. So I had some questions to ask the people and you um, about motivation. So ask yourself, who do you surround yourself with? Mm. So at least the agents that reached out to you and said, will you go on the coffee date? They were trying to surround themselves with a positive yes. role model, a yes. good influence. But who, there are 180,000 <laughs> new agents. Probably best you don't spend the majority of your time hanging out with them. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have like an accountability partner that you're figuring things out with. Sure. But finding people that are where you want to be and that are in the hustle. And I think I've shared this before, but I had someone say, I just haven't, I'm, I can't do it how you do it. And I said, well, you've been in the business one year. Right. And they were like, well, how long have you been in the business? I said, 11. And she went, what? (laughs) I said, I know I look like I'm 20, but I have been in the business 11 years. And those first three were hard. Hard. Super hard. They want to just be there. Oh, you know what I I see all the time online? Um, Don't compare your beginning to someone else's middle. Mm. Or like Mm -hmm. someone else's end or whatever. Like you can't. It's not apples to apples. Someone like, can't, I'll never be like that. Someone can't look at you and say, I'll I'll never be like that. Well, you'll, you'll not be like that today. Yeah, it's funny because there's an agent um, in my office that I look up to a lot. And 
we're pretty neck and neck on volume each year, but she does about a third of the houses because of her price point. Right. And it's funny because I have found myself saying like, that'll never be me. And then you're like, well, well maybe, maybe, maybe. It yeah, could whatever be. she was 10 years back, right. where was she? Right. So even I have people that I look to and think, could that happen? Or, you know, maybe I don't want that to happen. Or maybe, like, yes. maybe I don't want to be the luxury agent. Maybe or that's maybe, not your jam. Yeah, maybe, you know, it. it just goes to show comparison can definitely make you feel like you're, failing. Yes, 100%. So is, are there people in your life that you, when you're lacking motivation or you're feeling down, do you know who those people are that you need to not talk to? Do you know who they are that you want to talk to? Like, who do you want to be around? Like, what makes you, you personally, do you have that, like, awareness? So what's funny is that whenever I'm feeling like I'm failing or that something's not going right, the people that I reach out to maybe aren't the top producing business people all the time. Right. For example, just yesterday, I've been, you know, feeling stressed about the flip house yeah. and the baby's got an ear infection and I've been busy at work and I just feel like maybe I should be doing better at work, but I also need to be taking the baby to the doctor and right. all this stuff. And I just needed some fresh perspective and yeah. like encouragement. So I texted like my really good friend, Christy, and said, do you want to go walk the LSU Lake? And Christy ha has been with our company like for about as long. Okay. Like we, she was, she's been there about a year or two before me. Okay. But what I love about her is that she, her goals are what she needs for yeah. her because her goals involve not missing a baseball game. Right. Um, being active at the school, right. being able to pick them up from school every right. day. Right. And so it helped me walk the lakes with her and say, this is not what it's all about. Mm -hmm. And you, we do the best we can and you have to give yourself grace. And like, as yeah. long as you're taking care of the people in your life and, and that involves being diligent at work. Right. She even talks about that. Like, if I want to take care of my family, this is what I have to do. Right. And you have to know what you have to do. Yeah. So it's funny because sometimes it's not always looking for people that are above me financially or production-wise, but just like she's like the mom role model. Well, that how do you measure success? Yes. That's the question you yes. have to ask yourself. If you want to get motivation, how do you measure success? Mm -hmm. What is your why? And not just like frou-frou, like yeah, what, what is what, your why? what actually gets you up in the morning? Is yeah. it because you want to take a nap in the afternoon? That's fine. But mm -hmm. like get out there and do what you got to do and get it done. Or do you want to be able to pick your kids up from school? Or do you, what is the why? Mm -hmm. Or what is the big why? I feel like there are little whys and big whys. Mm -hmm. What's your why today? Maybe today was hard. Yeah. Maybe you didn't sleep well. Maybe really sometimes I get myself out of bed saying, okay, if I get up and get this stuff done, then I can take a little nap. That's great. I mean, like, well, that's- Today my why today, is a nap. Today my why <laughs> is a nap. It's that simple. Um, okay, so how do you get out of a funk is one of the questions that I think helps us figure out our motivation. I did ask um, on- social media, how people get motivated. And there oh. was a myriad of answers and I'll have to pull some of them up. But my number one was focus on your why. Mm -hmm. Is it family? Is it financial freedom? Mm -hmm. It's the three Fs. Family, financial freedom, flexibility. Hmm. Is it one of these things maybe? Usually. Or all of these things? It's kind of, Typically, it's all of these things. Um, you know, wh what is the why? And then I brought, I brought a visual aid for you and YouTube. So when I get funky and need some motivation, 
Oh. I get out my book. Oh, my. Look mm-hmm. at this thing. Have you seen this before? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> is this your uh, testimonial? Yeah, this is my brag book. Oh, wow. Look Every at that. Every time a client sent me a card or a review, I'll, like, print up the Zillow review. I'll print up the whatever review, like a, a Facebook re- uh, They're all in here. They're That's all in great. here. Since the very, I mean, it's 16 years. Look how many people you've helped. Right. So if I'm feeling like, oh, this is not going well, I'm having a bad day, my, I lost this transaction, uh, whatever, I just get the book out. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look at all these. And I'll read some of them, what they say. I'm like, I can do this. I am good at this. I can do this. Yeah. These, all of these people in the big giant binder, mm-hmm. they, they said nice things and they needed me and they were happy with the service. And it was just... Um, it's huge. So that's awesome. How do you get out of the funk, figure it out, and then have a system, me, have a system for getting out of your funk. <laughs> get out the book if you're in a funk. Get out, do, mentor another agent. No matter, well, I mean, if you're brand, brand new, probably not. But if you're in a funk further along, this how was working for you. Mm-hmm. Mentor someone else. Give someone else some advice. Do some kind of teaching or coaching or something, and that'll kind of reinvigorate you the way seeing the world through children's eyes does. Yes. I mean, if you've been in the business a year and you're struggling, find someone that just got licensed in your office that is even earlier than you are. <laughs> right. You right. know, there you're, is always someone that you can help. You're 10% better than somebody. You are. Yep. You are. And, yep. and go to them with a good mindset. Don't go to yeah. them and bring your pity party with you and tell right. them how hard this is and right. you weren't ready. But, right. you know, share that one yes with them. Tell them about your yeses and how that happened. I mean, I got so many no's, but I think it made me better. Right. Okay. So it's funny because we have talked to people from all around the country because of this podcast. Yep. And I have seen it with my own eyes in our marketplace as well. The new agent today Mm -hmm. is much different than the new agent a decade ago. Right. A lot of that has to do with social media, generational generational, changes. Um, But we are hearing brokers say that they think you can just post on social media and you don't understand why you're not getting the results or there, there is a lack of resilience. Right. And so figuring out why that is happening, because my thought is if your goals as a new agent, I do believe, especially in real estate, where you, you can't always just pick a number and say, I'm going to sell 50 houses. Right. I really, <laughs> you know, we, I hate that method. I know. You can't just, but you know what you can do? You can write letters. Yeah. You can do open houses. Well, I'm going to write 50 letters mm-hmm. is, a, is an action. I'm going to sell 50 houses is a goal, right, like a right. lofty goal. And I think when you're new, setting action goals is key. Right. Because you can't just pick a number and wonder every day why you're not reaching it and why you feel like a failure. Right. Whereas your goal, if you, step one before motivation is the plan. Right. Things that are your non-negotiables. Yeah. Three Sundays a month, I'm going to hold an open house. Every other Sunday, or I'm going to do phone duty, or I'm going to ask an experienced agent if I can help them for free. There are so many things that you could do to, I'm going to attend this many classes at the board because they're free and I shouldn't be spending money right now because I'm trying to make money. Yeah. Um, Real goals. And then after you have 
in writing the plan of action goals, now you can use this episode, motivation, to get you through your goals. Yes. But if you are trying to just live off of motivation and hype, you will never arrive. Hype alone will not do it. It will not. No, it will not do No it. magical quote out there no, will inspire you enough. I'm so glad that you mentioned quotes. I love quotes. I love quotes. I bet you brought a few today. I, not only did I bring quotes, I brought a tiny visual aid. Oh, I have this so little tiny. post-it note. Do you see Like how, how old it is. This, so I just got a new wallet. Okay. So I changed out my wallet last night. I have had the same wallet for 10 years. I have had this piece of paper since possibly before I started my real estate career. So let's just say that this post-it note is potentially 20 years old. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read you the quotes on it. Okay. In my wallet, like like seeping into my my being as osmosis. Our belief at the beginning of a doubtful undertaking is the one thing that ensures the successful outcome of our venture. So if you start off feeling like you can't do it, you, then you, you can. You probably can't. Can. Yeah. That was William Save James. yourself some time. Save yourself some time. All right. How about this? I am bigger than anything that can happen to me. Mm-hmm. C.F. Loomis. Okay. Here's a, You're going to love this one. Be not afraid of going slowly. Be afraid only of standing still. Oh, that's really good. Chinese proverb. You know what's so funny is while sometimes when I get overwhelmed, my tendency is to just pretend like it's not there. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Like with the flip house, okay? Yeah. And so we got the photos back. Oh, shucks. Well. Don't tell me. I know, but I just said that. Oh, tell me. Okay. Like I just said in the beginning of the flip report that I haven't gotten the photos But they're here. They're here. They're here. We Uh record. Okay. Just kidding. Anyways. And then I thought it should be on the the market today. Yeah, it should be on the market today, you know? Because you had the photos. Because I have the photos. And then I thought, well, no, maybe I'll wait till Monday because I'm going on like this little retreat this weekend and I don't. And then I thought, well, I'll just, and then I just take steps. Right. You're like, baby, do the next Just do, just put it on the market. Right. How I feel about it going on the market is going to feel the same today, tomorrow, Monday. Right. Just do it no matter how you feel. Yeah. And just sit and let it, you know, let it be. Right. But it's, I do tell myself, even with the kids sometimes, just keep moving. Yes. Keep moving. One thing at a time. Right. You know, just don't, don't zone out. Yes. And here, here's the final one. He that can have patience can have what he will. Oh. Benjamin Franklin. Everybody wants it now, though, Katie. Well, I have bad news for everyone. <laughs> if you're not willing to be patient, you're you're not going to get what you want. Mm-hmm. You're not. I mean, no matter what you do, consistency is the key to building a business. Well, you can't be consistent. You can't have consistency from one day. Right. It has to build on itself. And every day you do the thing. Mm-hmm. So those are my those are my quotes. Uh, how how do you get out of negative self-talk? Do you have negative self You do. Have I do. Me. Everybody does. <clears throat> sure. How do you bust out of that? I do. If there's like a certain person or thing that I'm seeing on social media that I find is bringing me down yeah. or it's just not my jam or I'm feeling less than, I do just mute them. Yeah. It's not that I'm hating on you. It's just that. <laughs> don't worry. They don't know you muted them. Right. 
Right. And I think that's a big thing. If you find that something is entering your head as a negative, yeah. that thing needs to be eliminated. Not just on social media, but right. if there's a friend that's always bringing you down yeah. or, you know, maybe you need new friends. Well, right. Gary Vee would say, even if it's your mom, yeah. then don't talk to your mom about real estate. Right. Or don't spend as much time with your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, don't give up on your mom. But, right, right. But, but maybe. But if there's a trigger conversation with that person, don't, have don't it. bring it up. Yeah. Just don't talk about it. Who you surround yourself with is extremely impactful on your motivation and your mindset. Yes. Hugely. What are they doing? Is that person excited about? And also, are they happy with what they're doing? Not just are they successful. Are they happy do they make you feel happy? Do they make you feel like you, well, I would love to work like that. Mm-hmm. Find those people. I was listening to something that was saying how to overcome, how did they word it? Comparison and feeling less, how to be happy for others. Okay. So that way you're not muting everyone that's more successful than you. Yeah. And the only way to battle negativity is with gratitude. Yeah. So if you see somebody else that had a great accomplishment, messaging them and saying, hey, I'm so excited that this happened for you. Congratulations. Right. Or Even if you have to force yourself to do it. Yeah. Just do it. Or I'm so thankful for my one yes. Yes. That that I don't have room. Like you can't be thankful. Mm Mm-hmm and upset at the same time. No. So while you're living off of your thankfulness for the one yes, Mm -hmm. you don't have room for the negativity of the other no's. Yeah. And also really taking, so I heard something about failing mindfully. Oh, let's hear that. about mindful. You know, I love that word. Katie likes that word. (laughs) So much. But it was about not letting your failures be a waste. And if something happened, say a transaction went wrong, and it was a fail. Really humbling yourself here at Hustle Humbly <laughs> and asking yourself, what part did I play? Why did this happen? Did I present myself as a professional, maybe instead of a friend? Or did I use email templates to really set the stage for what was about to happen in this transaction? What happened that made this go so wrong? Or why did I get a no? Because if we're just failing, 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 and looking at them as a negative, we're never going to come out of it. Well, they're an opportunity to learn. Mm -hmm. Hey, Lissa. Hey, Katie. Guess what? What? We have updated the email templates. Finally. Whoa. (laughs) Hallelujah. They are updated and there are more of them. Yes. We have 10 buyer templates. Right. 15 seller templates. Mm -hmm. As well as a checklist for when to send all the emails at what point in the transaction. Yes. So you don't have to guess when they go. It's very specific. (laughs) This happens now. Then you send this email. This is what they need to know. This is what they need to know right now. Also, there are six attachments that go along with some of the seller side. So like move out checklist and showing prep or all that stuff. So there's all the information you will ever need to tell your clients in one of these templates. Yes. And if you still aren't sure, you can go back and listen to episode 31, where we talk about the importance of the templates and why we use them. Like, what are we even doing? So we hope that they help you because they have helped us so much. Immensely. And we have gotten so many wonderful reviews about how they have helped 
others. And so now they are up to date and ready for you. Yeah, and you can go read reviews and all the information at emailtemplates101.com. Lovely. How easy is that? Great. Okay, y'all enjoy. Bye. Another thing that they said is when you fail mindfully, you do, it's not just about being like, it's okay that I'm a failure. <laughs> like, oh, so apparently I didn't know this, but there is something called rapid failure culture. Oh my God. And it's about people who are like seeking to fail. So that they can say, it takes a hundred no's to get to one yes. And they almost like put it out there. No, they're just like, when they do fail, they're like, this is a good social media post. I'm going to go remind everybody a, yeah. that I fail too. And yeah, but you have to ask yourself, you don't want to take failure lightly. Okay. But you want to learn from it. Okay. So kind of like how I've noticed in mom world, sometimes it's cool or trendy to like post a picture of your messy house or be like, the kids are crazy today. Just wanted to let you know I'm a real person. Right. Which is fine. But <laughs> it, it is a trend. It is a trend right now. Total trend. So same thing with business. Like, oh, I went on a listing interview and didn't get it. And I went on four more and failed those too. Like, but at some point you have to say, I need to, it's not funny and I need to learn from this. So what are my lessons I'm learning from this? And also who is it impacting? Right. So when you have a year that was just, let's say it was a fail, not because everybody said no, but because you didn't do what you were supposed to. So you never even got Anywhere. yeses or no's. You didn't lift off the You ground. weren't making the calls or writing the letters or doing the open houses. You, you weren't doing that. anything. You didn't get yeses or no's. Right. Nothing happened. At least when you're getting no's. You're doing something. You're putting yourself out there. You're doing what you're supposed to be doing. And you just have to give it the time. So failing mindfully is about saying... I'm a single mom, so I have to make this work for my kids. And when I fail, it affects the family. Right. I heard a businesswoman talking about when her business that she started fail, failed, the hardest part was that it impacted so many people that worked for her. Right. Like failures do have an impact either on yourself or maybe your parents. Like if you're still being supported by your parents and trying to Get, become financially independent. Yeah. When you don't do what you're supposed to be doing, it affects your family that yeah. still has to continue to support you. Right. So just thinking about and what you what that means. Focus on grows. Mm -hmm. So just like if you're being you know appreciative or sh feeling gratitude, there's no room for the other negative part. Mm -hmm. If all you think about are your failures and 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 talking about, then that's what grows. Yes. That's what comes to you. If you spend all your time obsessing over the no's, there won't be any yeses mm -hmm. or definitely less of them. It does take a lot of humility to look back and say, I did this wrong in that transaction. Yeah. If I would have sent this email or picked up the phone and had a conversation or whatever the case may be, those are hard things to come to terms with yourself. And I'll tell you, the hardest things to come to terms with, with yourself are things that you're probably not going to post on social media. Right. Like it's one thing to say a failure that is a noble failure. But right. there are some times when you're like, well, that was a mistake I made and I'm not putting that on social media. You don't need to. But those are the ones that you need to take the biggest lessons from mm -hmm. and really hold yourself accountable. Right. I'll tell you how I handle the self-talk sometimes. Well, you know, I get up in the morning and I write my goals every day. Mm -hmm. I It's working great. 
I've been doing it for two years. I add in my affirmations. So if there's something particularly nagging, then I add in an affirmation for that. It's mm-hmm. half a page. It takes me five minutes. I do it before I pick I up like my phone. I like that you add things. Oh yeah. Okay. I change up the I change up the affirmations based on what's going on. Some of them are always there, and some of them change. And then I, if you go Google and look up just visualization and what that means, that is filling your mind with a positive, very detailed vision of what's going to happen. So you never close a sale? Well, picture yourself at the closing table. What kind of chair are you sitting in? What kind of drink did they serve you? You know, what type of buyer did you work with? Picture yourself in your car with the check on the seat of your car and you're going to your office to get your commission. Like, Mm -hmm. how does that feel? Picture the steering wheel. Like, they do, athletes do this. Okay. Picture the, picture the actual outcome that you're trying to achieve. Because then your mind believes that it, ha- it has happened. Mm-hmm. And then your mind makes it happen. So one of my quotes mm-hmm. was, I became free the day I realized that the cage was made of thoughts. Right. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Yeah. I mean, that's so good. But it's true. Your mind is so powerful. And if you're look, if you're seeking motivation, if you came to this episode because you're like, yeah, I need motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, build me up. Rah, rah. Let's do this. Remember that the what the simply the words that you choose to think are are what will motivate you or not motivate you. You know, just listening to us it may help you today. What did you put in your ears? That was my next thing on my list. What do you listen to? I know. Yeah. What do you listen to? How do you motivate yourself? I have a few pot. I listen to us sometimes. <laughs> I listen to us sometimes. <laughs> I like Joyce Meyer. I mean, I have a few that whenever I'm in a funk, depending on the topic, and sometimes what I like to do just for fun is I'll Google podcast on patience. Okay. Or whatever it is I'm struggling with. Sure. And I just kind of read the, and I, that's how I find new podcasts. I just, I might just listen to that one episode these people did on right. that topic. But Anything that will just help me change what I'm thinking and pull myself out of the negativity. And another reason this is so important, there was a um, psychologist who was talking on a TED Talk. Okay. And she was saying that failure is way more common than success. Okay. In this world, like statistically. But another reason too is that negativity was built into us as humans to survive. Okay. So for example, back when we were living in the wilderness, (laughs) you couldn't be enjoying the beautiful sunset without always being on guard that there might be a tiger or a wild animal. Like you couldn't just naturally take a break and enjoy something without always being on guard. Right. So it was in us for survival. In today's modern world, you we don't, don't really have to that. worry about the tiger all the time. No. You can just sit and enjoy the sunset without right. any fear of what's going on for a minute. Right. But it takes practice and it takes training. I can totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. But it's just nice to know that you're not broken. No. It is more normal for humans to err on the side of negativity and worry, especially in America, where everything is measured by your success and pressure to and, be more and, and more and productivity. more productivity. So much, yes. Oh my gosh. Um, here are some of my favorite podcasts. Everyone knows. We're going to go through them. Okay. Then. Gary V. Yep. Always. Love my Gary V. It's very motivational and practical mm-hmm. and tough love. Lots of the tough love. Yeah. Which works for me, I guess. I also, if I'm in a funk, maybe I don't 
want to hear about business. Maybe I would like to listen to a little Smartless. Yeah. Smartless is funny. Have you listened to Smartless? No. Okay, I'll tell you about it later. It's really good. Also, if I want to go back to business, I love Gold Digger. Mm. Get Sometimes it's good to just get out of real estate, too. Like yes. Some more general um, tips about business will really help you think outside of the box. Don't be just doing what it everyone else is doing. It also reminds me that everybody's going through this. It's no not matter. just my yeah. industry. Yeah, yeah. I like um, our friend Anna. It's about time. Mm-hmm. If you're looking first, like, okay, I'm feeling like I'm not getting stuff done or, you know, Anything that's like feeling is weighing on you to do, she's got an episode for everything. Literally, how do you make to-do lists? Mm-hmm. Is a whole episode. Wow. How do you do that? Um, and then I'm going to share in a minute. I listened to an episode of Amy Porterfield this morning, um, Online Marketing Made Easy. So her podcast is very specific. However, she covers all kinds of topics and they're very she's very upbeat she's very transparent okay. like things are not always perfect for her um but she has a very good business and and i listened to an episode today that i'm going to tell you all about um with brendan bruchard it was episode 429 hmm. and i'm going to tell you what he told us okay. six high performance habits oh this is good i like that you 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 perked up for that because you're like tell me about Action items tell me about the high performance yeah, habits yeah. do you want to hear them now yeah okay Well, first of all, uh, he said in this episode that you need to adopt a solution mindset. Okay. So if you're having a problem when you get discouraged, what's the solution? Mm -hmm. Like, how are we going to get through this? Is there, there's got to be a solution. Right. Okay. So adopt a solution mindset. um, And then when you get discouraged, that's your signal to learn or to reach out for help. So if you get discouraged, now that's the time to learn. Just like mm-hmm. what you're saying. Did you fail at something? Well, what can you learn? How can you reach out for help? Okay, here are your six high performance habits. Oh, I thought those were two. No, that's just, the, that was the pre-talk. Oh, okay. I was giving you the pre-talk. Again, y'all, episode 429 of Amy Porterfield, Online Marketing Made Easy. And Brendan Bruchard is the guest who's doing this. Okay. And he wrote a book called, wait for it, High Performance Habits. Okay. Okay. I haven't read it, to be honest, but it sounds very good. Uh, And it's not new. It's an old book. Number one, get clarity. You're like, what does that mean? What are we trying to do here? Ask more questions in meetings. Mm -hmm. Like, try and figure out what is the point of whatever it is that you're doing. Get Mm -hmm. more clarity. Clarity on your business. Clarity on your life. Like knowing your purpose. Right. And then this quote blew my mind. Momentum is always preceded by clarity. Hmm. Figuring out what you need to do, why you're doing it, will precede you feeling the momentum and motivation to do that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you trying to do? Number two, generate energy. Okay. Okay. So what does that mean? Well, you have to make energy. How's your diet? How's your sleep habits? Do you exercise? He said 60% of high performance um, people exercise four times a week. I believe that. I am so sluggish if I can't just like go for a walk. Right. Move. Move. You You have to move. Yes. Move. So you're create, but because you're creating energy. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Next high performance habit, raise necessity. You talked about this already in the show. And I was like, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. Put positive pressure on yourself. This is your why. Mm -hmm. Why am I going to this listing appointment? Why am I sending the 50 letters? Why am I doing, what is the point? Positive Mm -hmm. pressure. Um, He used the example of an Olympian at the start of a race who he was 
he does coaching, like high performance coaching. And um, he was like, well, tell me at the beginning, you know, this race is going to be decided by a couple of tenths of a second. Can you tell at the beginning of the race who's going to win? And and they said, well, the person who needs to win, like I'm doing this for my mom, I'm doing this for mm-hmm. my kids. Like who who need? Like you have to have so basically raise necessity. Do yeah. you need to do it? Number four, learn to be more productive. <laughs> I mean, it's a high performance habit. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing that's not productive? Um, and this is... Oh, I think that's a great... We've talked a lot about things that you should be doing, but there is so many things that people are doing that are just time consuming that are going to get them nowhere. Right. Waste. Be more productive. Oh, and but here's the key for your motivation. Take breaks. Yes. You cannot... Like they've done the studies. You cannot work more than four hours in a row and be productive. So at four hours is the max, but the the actual most effective is to take a break like 10 or 15 minutes every 50 to 52 minutes. Okay. So if you're writing the letters or sitting at your desk or making the phone calls or whatever it is that you're doing, you know, engaging with your database on you know social media, set a timer. I think that's why I like office days too, yeah. because I stay home. And I do, I catch up on laundry those mm-hmm. days. And when the dryer goes off, I'm like, time to take a break. It, you're being, and I go fold clothes. And mm-hmm. while I'm folding clothes, I think of things and remember, oh yeah, this, that. And yeah. I come back and I have like. you. Then you're renewed. Yes. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? So just a little mental break. Right. Walking and away. Americans are not taught to break. They're no, taught to push themselves against. to the extreme. And and what he was saying in this episode that I thought was fascinating is like, you have the stamina to work longer than four hours. You yes. have the stamina to work 12, 15, 18 hours, whatever. Like your human body can do that, but you're you're losing productivity. You're losing creativity. You're losing, like if you just had taken a break, mm-hmm. you would have gotten more done. Right. So just take the break. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, develop influence. These are high performance habits, remember. Um, Developing influence is like teaching people how to think. So, you know, let's just say you have a social media plan for your real estate. And instead of just, you know, telling them how bad your day was Mm -hmm. or something that went wrong, teach the people who are following you how to think. Well, this is what you do as a first time buyer. This is what you do as a seller. This like have influence. Was this one pertaining to social media no it wasn't because my first thought before you talked about it was like pick a committee at your board and serve on it and then meet other people in your industry to where you've become a leader among your peers like you can join a volunteer group and ask to be the secretary of that group and now everybody knows who you are because you're taking notes at the meeting like to me influence is so important when it comes to working with your peers. Right, and that's, I guess that's what they're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Having influence is a high performance habit Mm -hmm. and focusing on having influence. Right. Um, While we're on that, we have a listener who is in a smaller town in Arkansas, I'm pretty sure, yeah. And she is not a very, she might've been in it a year when she started listening to the, like. She's not a, an experience. She's the president of their board this year. <gasps> wow, that's so neat. She's the president of their board. Like I remember when the like she's been listening to the show for a while, and like it's to me, she's just a new agent, right? Like I remember her being brand new, and now she's the president of the board. That's amazing. It's so great. But you know, so like get out there. You don't have to be old and a veteran and done a thousand Mm-mm. transactions to get involved. 
Okay, last one on a high-performance habit. Demonstrate courage. Hmm. Okay, so take action even if there's risk. Stand up for yourself and for others. I think, too, that can go along with just resilience and pushing through and humbling yeah. your y'all when you are not killing it in the business or you don't meet a goal it is embarrassing right but nobody knows yeah but you know and i just think that the people that i have talked to on coffee dates and whatnot they're like i've had this goal and i never meet it but they're too stuck in embarrassment that they don't have the courage Right. To actually take action. Push forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's... But I do think a lot of it has to do with is that... Remember when we talked about over-motivation? <laughs> right. I love that term. And they were like, people get over-motivated. They listen to a podcast and they're like, yeah, I can so, do all of this. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, yeah, this is what I needed because now I'm going to do an open house and I'm going to join some things that I'm passionate about. But then the episode ends and you go to lunch and then after lunch, you're tired and you don't want to do those things. Right. <laughs> write them down right now. Yeah. In your phone. And then when you get to your desk, write it on paper. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're thinking, I, I need to do this. I need to do this. Put it on paper because you can't survive off of the mental hype. No. But you know that there are practical things that you are supposed to do that you did not do. Right. And they need to be written down so that you can follow the plan. Yeah. And until you follow the plan, that's why I had to tell people, uh, did you do all the ideas that I gave you? <laughs> well, right. no. Well, don't yeah. come back until D- don't you've call done me them. Again. Yes. You need to take accountability and have the courage to just push through. Yeah. Agree. I love that. Do you want to hear some of our listeners' uh, motivators? Yeah. What motivates them? Uh, The reward of traveling with my family. Oh, yeah. To-do lists. Mm. Well, that's true. I am motivated by a good to-do list. Connecting with other people. Okay. Okay. Um, Oh, and hustle humbly. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know that was going to be there. That's funny. Um, Okay. Um, What else motivates you? Supportive people doing the thing and music. Music. I have music on my yeah, list, too. Yeah, that's good, too. You got to have a playlist. Mm-hmm. What is your, um, you know, happy playlist? Mine just says happy. Okay. Or I just, you know, I, I default to the Jay-Z Pandora. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever, like, works for you. Um, like, okay, for instance, on the weekend, you know, my son is in basketball. And in the car, you know, sometimes we're listening to some low-key stuff with the kids in the car. Like Jack Johnson or Dave Matthews. It's just chill. And then I'm like, wait, we need to hype you up. Yeah, you're going to a game. You need hype music. Yeah. So now we get hype music. Oh, good. Which is fun. Um, Okay, here's some other motivators. Uh, Music always, my focus, uh, co-working sessions, um, but my morning... Oh, I love co-working sessions. Yeah, but my morning routine is key. Mm. So having that morning routine. um, Okay, let's see what else. Oh, we got another for you do. (laughs) What motivates you? You do. the Oh, we do. The the podcast. podcast. Yeah. Um, Okay, how about my children watching me succeed and work hard? See, I think that's so important for moms to hear because I was talking to a mom the other day that said, I just don't want my kids to just think that I'm, but it's okay for them to see you working at times or to figure it out or to say- It is positive. It is. You don't want to be the mom that's always on their phone or computer, but on the days that I do have to pull it out while they're there, I say, Haven, I have to meet a deadline today. So I'm going to work on my computer for a minute and then I'm going to come back. But I have to get this done. And she knows what that means. Let me tell you, my kids are older now, 9 and 12. 
I think I've told this story before. When Ainsley was about three, we went to a birthday party a few doors down from a house I had listed. Whenever we um, drove by the house, the sign had like tilted over. So yeah. I'm like, hey, just pull over. I'm going to pop out and fix that sign. And Ainsley said when I got out of the car, oh, Katie, she's always working. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the, it's like being aware. She was aware. Yes, that's it wasn't was like I didn't go to the birthday party. I was in the car with her. But like you can marry those things. Yes. It's not like it's all one or the other. You can do both. I just think that's so funny. Oh, Katie, she's always, always working. Um, but also, what is your support system? Yeah. So if you feel that um, guilt or like maybe that you don't think your family's getting enough, well, maybe it's time to bring in some help. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you need to have a grandparent come over or mm-hmm. maybe you need to lean on your spouse more. Like we are a team over here. Like right. we, we have to figure it out. Okay. Um, let's go back to people's motivators. Podcast, music, Oh, I have a playlist that helps me boss up. Think Beyonce and 90s rap. Ah, boss up. I want this this playlist. Planning. Ooh, writing in my planner and calendar helps me see what I'm moving toward. That's good. That's a good one. And reflecting on what I've done already. Remembering what I've overcome. That's Mm -hmm. huge, huge, huge. Instead of looking at it like, well, that's all I've done. I'm such a failure. Like, look. Oh, look at what I've done. look at what I've done. Because, you know, I've posted recently. You know, people do a lot of times on social media they post their their to-do list for the day like all the things I'm going to do today and sometimes that makes me feel overwhelmed like mm-hmm. oh that's a lot they're doing much more than me and mm-hmm. maybe I'm not getting it done I said forget this on those big days that you have and you feel really full and you're just impressed with yourself for getting it done make yourself a stuff I got done today list yeah what did you do cross it off post great like it's done um, okay someone else loves the podcast for any podcast okay what else we got Okay, this person is working on leaving their current full-time career and replacing their income with real estate. And the flexibility to be able to attend my kids' school events is a huge motivator. So, so getting out of that nine why. to five. Yeah. yeah, that's the why. Um, okay, and then I had one that said, I'm a big believer in Mel Robbins' thoughts that motivation is largely a choice. Hmm. I mean, I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so those were some of the responses on what motivates well, speaking of like, it's a choice and you have to make the decision to say, I'm not going to feel this way and put forth the effort to yeah. find a podcast, to schedule a lunch date with a friend, to go for a walk. Like you have to make the action decision to do that, to motivate yourself. And those are easy. No one's going to, it doesn't hurt you at all to find a podcast to listen to. Right. To go to lunch with your friend. Like the things you just listed are fun. Yeah. Just, just go on and do them mm-hmm. um, and do them with intention. Yeah. So some intention is good. And then I just had books. So I know a lot of people love to read. Um, I have been, we were talking about in the previous episode, Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. So I started it, but with a more like um, mindful approach. So I have a notepad because I'm listening to it um, in the car, but that's turning out not to work. Right, because you can't make notes. I want to make so many, I literally want to rewrite this book exactly as it's written. Not that there's something wrong with it. It's just that good. That's all the notes you want to take. I want all the notes. You want to write it down. It is it is riddled well, with there, um, you're, we're quotes. reading it without our book club. We're no, going to start a future book club. I, no, I ha- well, it takes me a long time to read. Oh, so I should start now. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> the book, the book club will catch up to me. Yes, and then well, that'll be our first book. It's so good. Okay, um, but I also I like um, Gary's um, crushing it. Crush it is good and crushing it. He's got a bunch of really good practical 
motivating books. Okay. Okay. I think that's it for my motivation notes. It's a really lot. It's a long episode, huh? We really like motivation. Yeah. I hope that it actually brought some, maybe some practical ideas, a little bit of joy, you know. You can do this. You can do this. But you have to do do it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You can do this, but you have to do this. Remember, (laughs) the most important part of tough love is the love. I do struggle to just give motivation without tough love because I think that you have to be I think that we're doing things practical to, people yeah, yes. and so it is impossible for us to just be like you can do this here a hundred qu- here a hundred quotes you can have a six-figure salary and if you <laughs> don't make a six-figure salary it's your fault <gasps> we're not those people we're not those people you can do this at your level whatever that level is okay taste oh yes I do have it <laughs> oh my god that's the most motivating thing that we do I love it Here's the toast, people. Today's toast comes to us from Damara Bolton. I don't know if you remember Damara, and I was surprised we haven't toasted her b- before, but she left her full-time corporate job after listening to the podcast. Oh, my gosh. I remember so, her email. We were like, what? Love her. I know. That was early on. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, we were a new uh, podcast. And so she wants to toast to Kelsey Gasteiner. Oh, God. That probably isn't right. Maybe so. And Sarah Reed. They are the most supportive colleagues and really embody the community over competition. We just had our 2022 business planning brunch together, and they always help me feel, wait for it, motivated and supported. Wonderful. They are all agents with Shore West Realtors in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Waukesha. Okay. Yeah, Waukesha. Sure. Okay. Those Wisconsin words get me. They are hard. Names, nope. cities, they're all hard. Um, Chelsea lives in Oconomowoc. Oh, my God. <laughs> it took me a while. Okay. To, I don't even know if I did it right. Okay, so cheers to Kelsey and Sarah, and thank you to Damara, and y'all just go out there and make it happen. Yeah. Okay. Get, get some good plans together. Yeah, there you go. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Your gentle bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.